welcome to the Boom Boom Performance Podcast, your resource for science-based training and nutrition, data-driven coaching, and education-focused content. Before we get into this podcast, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and learn with me so that you can apply what you are about to learn, take my strategies, use these tools, and finally have some serious methods to see sustainable success with your physique, your mind, and your life. This podcast was built on the foundation of applied education, and I'm excited for you to be here so you can have that experience with me. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. Today's podcast, we dive into a recap of the recent tailored coaching method mastermind, I guess you could call it. Uh, It's a small group of guys that I work with on all things in life. It's not just business development, but we do heavily focus on developing their businesses as entrepreneurs. But really, it's about trying to build a business while balancing all other aspects of life between the personal self, the health of one's uh, life and, and body and physical fitness, as well as the health of their relationships and their mind and their spirituality and their emotional well-being. Uh, the list is kind of endless. It's, it's, it's a really, really in-depth process. And because of that, we do have these live events uh, that are very tight-knit. It's a small group of people, and we set goals in each of these areas of life, which is what we're going to dive into today. So in today's podcast, you're going to get a little bit of a recap. Um, I'm going to explain the specific things that I teach and focus on in these events, and then Travis and I are going to kind of just give our takeaways and what we learn from this event specifically. So um, I hope you like this podcast. This is definitely on the personal development, business, self-help side of things, Um, but I really enjoy talking about this stuff, so I hope you are receptive to it and you enjoy it as well. If you like this podcast, do me a huge favor, take a screenshot, post it on your story on Instagram and tag me at Cody.BoomBoom so I can thank you for listening and I can share it on my story. Without any further ado, let's get on to the podcast. That way you, we don't have to like... So we're going to recap the mentorship mastermind that was last weekend? I think it was two weekends ago now. Two weekends? Okay. Too quick. Yeah. But yeah. Sorry, um, Thursday. I, I, to me, I think it would just be cool to have a discussion on it because I don't have... I don't have specific things laid out of like, I want to cover this and teach this, but just kind of like go over the weekend. I'd love to hear your feedback of like what you noticed, what you took away from it, uh, Mm -hmm. from what you watched and everything too. And then um, I'll just kind of have some takeaways that I think people would be able to learn from. But essentially the, uh, the first thing to paint the picture of the mastermind, it's a very, very small group. Like I think, you might not know this as much just because you're not in the fitness industry, but, but like, well, I guess now technically you are. Um, but masterminds were like a really big thing for a while. Like yeah. they kind of popped up and started getting really popular. And when they first started, it was like what we just did. It was very small. It was tight knit, usually pretty damn expensive. And you get like a private experience with a, a, a small community of people you know um, and then it kind of grew got cheaper and more widespread so now it's like normal masterminds I mean I've been to a mastermind with hundreds of people okay and you pay 300 bucks to get there which is dirt cheap for a, an event over a weekend yeah and so to me it, it's just not the same yeah the value's not there you know like you you go to these events with 300 plus people or even 100 people and it's and I've spoken at places with 100 mm-hmm. people and there is value you learn a lot from the speakers but there's something about being in a room with just a handful of people and like talking about real things and like connecting on a deeper level. Cause I think that's where a lot of people 
have something missing in their life and their business and their career, anything is just like that deep connection to other people experiencing the same things they're going through. Yeah. Um, Like I even thought about like, man, it'd be so cool if there was a mastermind for people who do what you do. Like, why isn't there like there is, there probably is, there probably is. Imagine like five guys come together. Fucking D rock is like teaching shit. You know what I mean? Whatever it may be, but that would be dope because it's, it's other people who they do the exact same thing. You know what I mean? So they run on the same problems. They have the same perspectives. They're growing, so you can learn from them so you can grow and everything. Yeah. A lot of those for my for my niche is for freelancers mm. that are doing projects in their niche for all over the place. Right. You know, doing for big companies or doing promos for corporate or doing stuff like that. Not for not necessarily for one industry or one person. I think the fitness industry is kind of unique where they like really do a lot of it. Yeah. I've been to events where, like, it's like, oh, I'm a trainer. Oh, yeah, I own a gym. Oh, I'm a real estate agent. And you're like, fuck, what are you doing here? And he's like, I can't find anywhere else to personally develop. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> Touché. You know, there's no, like, real estate personal development courses. There's, like, workshops so you can learn how to sell better. But, yeah. like, a lot of people, and this is why we, like, go outside that aspect of business. Like, come together and, and talk about family, life, spouse, or girlfriend, significant other career, childhood, like every, whatever you want to talk about, whatever you need to work through to, to become a better human being, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there's not a lot of people that do that. Touché. Um, I think the fitness industry, maybe it's cause it's a close tie, you yeah. know, like health and coaching. You can, it's easier to translate. If, if I'm, if you, if you, if I'm a real estate agent and you work for me and then I'm like trying to talk to you about this like life stuff, it's kind of weird. Yeah. You know, it's kind of out of nowhere. hundred percent. I feel like it's more normal for us. Yeah. I uh, I joined a that course I just told you I, it's yeah. a it's a course it, it's actually just like a massive portal like we have essentially but there's also like a community Facebook group and stuff like that that I can talk to other people in it but it's not live or it's not right. well I shouldn't say live in person because the internet's live yeah but, <laughs> yeah but it's not in person or anything but yeah that would be really cool I think it's I mean I I think that alone is just if you're listening to this and you don't have that if you don't have a community. Like, I mean, even, even like you said, our portal, yeah. it's, there's, you know, it's not sitting at a table with five people, but it is a group of a few hundred mm-hmm. who are in a Facebook group who have access to coaches, who have access to the portal, who are doing the same programs. So there's other people in this group that can say like, Hey, like, Oh, are you running the female modified conjugate method? So am I, what do you think about day two? And like, let's yeah, talk about it. Definitely. Like, what are you struggling with, with your fat loss journey? You know what I mean? And I think that goes a long way. No, and that's, I mean, that's what that group is. For you in a way too. Definitely. It's somewhere that you can just go, even just bullshit or ask questions. Yeah. So talk more about the uh, mentorship group. The yeah. group of guys. So this one. Was the, four, now it's five. The way I did this is, uh, yeah, I, I have to say his name because I, I I crack up every time I say his name. And I, uh, the, the new guy. That oh, came oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Mike Paul. Okay. Like Billy Three Ray. first names. <laughs> I don't I always say, Oh, the man with three first names. Yeah. Um, great dude. I've actually known him for a while. He was uh he was a mental client of mine years ago mm-hmm. and then he uh he had to leave. He's in the National Guard. He had to leave for a while. Um and then he came back, started building his business. We've stayed in touch and then he jumped in board. But essentially what I did is, you know, it it's it's kind of funny looking back at the journey of of like quote unquote mentoring. Like I remember there was a point in time where I thought about it and I wanted to kind of get into it because I was like, I feel like I have things I can teach people. But I had like a, a imposter syndrome of saying, uh, I'm a mentor, right? For I'm sure. a business coach. This is like, it just sounds so weird to me. 
And it was actually Jason Phillips was like, dude, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Just poke at me. And I was like, all right, I'll just say it on my story. I'll be like, hey, I, I want to mentor a couple of people at five spots. Um, DM me. And I think 10 people joined within an, a day or two. Like, it was just, like, Bam. quick. And I was like, whoa, okay, maybe I do have something to offer that people want to learn from. So I took those 10 people, and we did one-on-one calls and then, like, a, a monthly group call or something like that. And then they were in this Slack group. So yeah, their own community and we were dropping files and I was doing presentations and all that kind of stuff. And it was just, it was crushing. It was going super well. And I was like, you know what? I want to, I want to do events. I want to do a live event. So I'm going to invite all them and then I'm going to open five seats up. Right. So, um, and this is how things always go. Open up 15 seats. I think eight of them were filled by people who were actually mentoring me with me. Two of them couldn't come. And then I think like 17 or 18 total showed up. So we ended up filling up an extra like nine or 10 spots. And we had an event, and I think the first one we did, you were definitely there. It was, I think that one was in Seattle. Seattle was, yep. Downtown in that one place where we had the, it was up in the, not the Renton one. The Renton one was the second one, I think. I get it mixed up, but yeah. Yeah. One was at the um, Red Lion in Seattle. Yep, that was the one that we did. So that was the first one we had, like, uh, brought. they brought, like, the screen. So we had presentation. I had the whiteboards out. And I just took everybody through. Actually, you know, maybe the Renton one was for some. I can't remember, but I can't either. I think the Renton one might have been the first one. The Renton ones was, was yeah. dope because the Hyatt is one was in so February, sick. one was in June. So I did these events, and like basically what we did is is have everybody in, and it's like, yeah, we're going to talk about business, but before we got dive into business, we're going to talk about uh, yourself personally. We're going to talk about your your body and your health and your fitness, and that because you got to lead from the front if you're going to be in this world, in this industry, and then we're going to talk about your relationship, your family, because. I've always, and I stole this from Gary J. White from Wake Up Warrior. Um, it just taught me a lot at a young age, and I've always stuck with it, is this this body being balanced business thing. And it was like, the way he framed it made so much sense. It's like, he, he and it's this sounds weird to some people, but it's like, you're a king. Like, as a male, you are a king. Like, mm-hmm. you have to look at yourself as a king, a warrior. Um, there's that book, King, Warrior, Lover, Magician, and it talks about these different roles. But if you're a king, you have a queen. And you have a kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. Your kingdom is your life. It's your world, right? Everything that you control or develop or create or anything. And typically buildings have four main pillars, right? Now structures are a little bit different, but the kingdom has four pillars. If one of those pillars falls, the kingdom's going to crumble eventually, right? So if, if your business is crushing, you're super ripped, but you're insecure and your relationship sucks, like you're not going to sustain those for very long. Like they're going to fall apart yeah. right? or they're going to be meaningless and you're not going to be fulfilled anyway. Um, so we start every single day of these, these masterminds going over those things. Like what is this whole core four body being balanced business or fitness, family, faith, finance, like however you want to spin it. Um, there's a lot of different ways to frame it. And most serial entrepreneurs and, and gurus and self-help people, they have their own version of this. Yep. Um, but we start there. We we start picking apart like insecurities in troubleshooting places where they're they're not playing on, their on role. Point. Yeah, they're not they're not living up to their standard, right? Yeah. Of what they could be doing. Um, and then once we kind of chop away at those, then we set goals of like, all right, in ninety days, where do we want to be in these areas, right? And then I usually had things that I was teaching or talking about. But the thing I noticed from the first one, and they're they're always like this, is it's so draining being the speaker and like talking for two days straight. I think. It was the first segment I was on crutches too, yeah. remember? Yeah. And like just sitting down and mm-hmm. crutching around, but like like mentally exhausting. And it's actually cool. Every time I leave one of those, I, I don't listen to music on my way home. So even at the rent one, I remember had that big dinner, like that huge dinner table everybody yeah. ate and everything. I left. And I just remember driving home in complete silence and just processing what just happened. And it's 
one of the most fulfilling uh, client coach relationships you can have because now you're going beyond helping people lose weight. You're helping people help people lose weight, mm-hmm. right? And it's like this widespread thing. And now I have people I've mentored who are mentoring people and those people are, you know what I mean? It's like this crazy Get, web. more knowledgeable. Exactly. So you help one person, you're helping hundreds just in that area. And then you're still helping the hundreds of people that are working with tailored coaching method, yeah. you know? So it was just crazy, man. And, and it made me, and I started getting over the imposter syndrome thing. So I started realizing like, I really do. I know a lot. I've done a lot. I, I think I have something to say. And, at the very least, I'm I'm transparent enough to say that I'm still working on so much yeah. that I can have a conversation with you about it and and question you your thoughts and your actions to get you to think more. Because like, have you ever been to a therapist or talked to a therapist? Or you know what a therapy yeah, is about? Absolutely. They basically just ask you questions. Yeah. It's like the the majority of it is just asking you just question after question after question, and you find your own answers. Yeah. You keep elaborating and diving deeper, and you're peeling the onion, peeling the onion, and then you figure out like what the fuck's wrong. Yeah. And that's kind of how it ends up being, right? You, you start picking it apart and you don't have to be a saint yeah. and like perfect in order yeah. to ask the right questions because I'm not, but yeah. I can ask the right questions. So, um, the first two events did really well. Uh, I want to say, I feel like we did a third, but I think it was a little bit less. Like I made it a little bit smaller. Um, but I can't recall for some reason, maybe I didn't do a third, maybe it was just the two. And then I, oh, and then I spoke at the impact collectives. Yeah. Um, but that first year we did two events, uh, six months apart. And then after the first year, I was a little burnt out. Like I, I was in a weird place of my life where it was like, I had, you know, I think it was like 20, 20 or 21 mentor clients, which takes a lot of your energy. Like Holy shit. Yeah, yeah dude, it, it, it grew and it was cool. And then I was starting to build the team at tailored and me and Shannon were, having or just had a baby and we were looking for a new home and neighborhood to live in and we wanted to do this you know like this building and I was like man I gotta I gotta stop this like I just can't give them the energy they need for me to be like a good mentor or simplify it or simplify it yeah I just I couldn't even keep up yeah I just couldn't like and I was starting to feel like I would get off these calls and I wasn't giving them what they needed because I didn't have it into me you know everything you had yeah and uh and I I went from 21 and that's being pretty damn transparent 21 22 clients down to like four or five like wow yeah dude just like as they were like getting to a place where they were like sufficient i was like hey i think you're ready to go on your own right or like hey i want to connect you with this person i think they can help you more and uh it slowly wind down until i was just coaching a few people that i was closely connected with cody smith being one jeremiah being one um and uh and and those guys are still in the group Mm -hmm. but about six months ago or so like I, I finally at the beginning of this year I was working with them too and uh Chaz kept connected with me mm-hmm. after doing a podcast uh he owns the company Lost in Lifting and I agreed to to work with him and I started realizing that like man like we've really systemized this business right like you're so in your like path and in focus and like I don't ever feel like I have to really worry about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't have to micromanage you. I don't have to be concerned. Like shit's just going to keep getting done. Right. Like I was, I, I was, I said, I called you quick drama McGraw. I sent you that thing. And I was like 20 minutes later, you sent, I'm like, what the fuck? That's so yeah. quick. But that's from like systemizing and delegating. Right. And then Tori's on point. The coaches are on point. The CSO's on point. Like things are like moving now. And I'm like, okay, I can breathe, mm-hmm. you know, and things are scaling the right way and people have responsibilities to do things. And that's ultimately what business development is. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to start something new. But I thought like, man, I want to give more than I did before and coach way less people. 
because coaching 20 people at the capacity I want to do it is impossible. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do it and sustain tailored. You already know that. I know that. Yeah. Uh, I learned that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and tailored is, is always going to be our main thing. Right. And so I was like, all right, five guys. So we had four at the time. Um, what's at the time? Uh, this is just not that long ago. So Chaz came on board and then a couple months later, Tristan came on board and I was like, four straight up guys, we're going to do more. Uh, you're, you're going to have a, bigger time commitment and a bigger investment in this, but this is what we're going to do. This is what I'm going to give you. And I just like, I really thought about like, what are the best coaching business coaching experiences I've ever had? Yeah. Um, to implement those. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, some of the stuff that I've been doing with John Manello, like taught me a lot of like, man, like just the simple fact of like, like to me at first, like frequent calls was important, right? Like we should be on the phone every week because I want to talk to you, but I don't have a ton of time every week. So if I do it every other week and I open up an hour plus of time and I can get you, you on my screen and we're talking face to face, dude, one like one or group one on one and we have a group call too. Yeah. That's two hours long. So it's like, how can I give them more time? And I want to see your fucking face yeah. and I want you to see my face and we, I want to connect cause it's, dude, it's so much more powerful. Yeah. Um, so implementing that and then thinking back to when I was in Steve Krebs group, uh, he called it the, the bad motherfuckers was like. <laughs> The, the the Facebook group and That's everything it. that we did. Um, and they were, it was a bunch of dudes that were badass motherfuckers that ran successful fitness businesses. I was the youngest by far, but I remember that experience being like the live events were so powerful for me. And like one of them, we went to this like bar arcade with everybody. Another one we went to, we were in Hollywood and we did improv. Another one we did paintballing up in the mountains at Indian reservations. And we didn't know where we were going. We had yeah. to dress in black and they put, Bangs Same trip. Head. Uh, these were two different ones. Oh. Um, and then another trip, we did something else. So, like, there was always something super fucking cool and fun that we did. And we had to all stay in the same spot. Yeah. Like, so we were all connecting. away. From, like, Steve would drop us off. We're all connecting. Then he would come back in the morning, pick us up. We'd do something all day. We're learning. We're developing businesses. But we're having fun, too. Mm. I was like, I want to do that. Like, I want to get these. So, so the first thing I said to him was like, hey, like, here's the first rule of this is if you're coming to this mastermind. You saying this to the four guys? Yeah. Okay. You all got to stay in the same Airbnb. And Cody's like, man, I live down, like, I just live, like, an hour away. I'll just drive. And I'm like, nope. Everybody's got to stay in the same Airbnb because you guys are going to connect. You're going to hang out. Yeah. Day one, I'm not training with you. I'm not taking you dinner, nothing. Like, you're going to come, learn from me, and then you're going to go back. You're going to hang out by yourselves. That's why I left him here. I was like, hey, lift, have fun. Because I think it's important for people to connect. That's why, like, so the coaches have, like, a, a separate text group. The coaches have calls where it's just the coaches talking without me. On TCM. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's good because you don't need fucking Papa Bear looking over your shoulder. You know, like connect. Yeah. Like grow. Grow together, you know. Um, Love that. So I was like, I want to purposely do that with them and then we'll spend a full day learning again. So it's two days long. The next one will be three. This one was put together pretty quick. Yeah. we. It was basically a solid two days. It was solid. I mean, two it days. was almost three because they got here on Thursday. Yeah, they got here for they were here for three or four days. Yeah, but I mean, the next time I'm literally all day Friday, all day Saturday, half a day Sunday is yeah. the plan. Um, but this time it was like, I was like, hey, can you guys get down here in a month? And some of them are flying from like Tennessee. Yeah, they were like, fuck it, all right. So I was like, all right, <laughs> let me put this together real quick. Yeah. Um, but Saturday, all day learning, uh, lifted, went out to dinner uh, at a nice restaurant, and just like broke bread, connected. That's what happens when you're an entrepreneur? Yeah, you work for yourself. You can. Alter your schedule to do something like that. And you know what's like a good lesson of that is is employer. Why not create shit? 
Real quick, I want to tell you guys about Eat to Evolve. This is one of our podcast sponsors that hooks me up with the best meals that I've ever had from a meal prep service because they're never frozen, they're always fresh, and they never taste like that microwave garbage that you get from most companies or the kind that you cook yourself. Because if you're anything like me, you suck at cooking, you hate cooking, you don't have the right Tupperwares, and they never reheat the same way. But I haven't experienced that with Eat to Evolve, and I can't recommend them to my clients, my members, even my family and my team enough. So if you want to save 20% on your first order and check out their breakfast options, their dinner entrees, they have grab-and-go snacks, they have bags of different trail mixes, so many good options that follow so many different diets, whether you're a paleo eater, you're a keto eater, you're a high-carb eater, you're a high-protein, you're tracking your macros it doesn't matter. They have something for you. And again, you can not only save 20% on your first order, but you'll get free shipping nationwide when you order over $100 in one setting, which is really easy to do if you're hooking up most of your meals. So once again, guys, that's eat2evolve.us, a proud sponsor of this podcast, and I am endorsing this. I cannot recommend them enough. They are my go-to source for lunches, and now they're yours too. Without any further ado, let's jump back into the podcast. You know, cause like, I think like some people are like, Hey, like you're going to, you're going to put on this event. Yeah. You're going to take them out to dinner. Like next time I'm going to, we're going to go shoot guns or throw axes or do something manly and fun. But like, you're going to put this event together. People are going to pay and fly out and you're going to do this event. And you're going to like, if you tell me that I'm like, man, that just one, that sounds like too much work mm-hmm. Two, That just sounds crazy. Like, but why not? Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to Jake, uh, on Jake from August Burns Red on yesterday, interviewing him. He's the lead singer of that metal band that I was telling you about. Um, did I tell you about that? No, it's a it's a metal band. Me and Vinny used to listen to. Oh yeah, you mentioned he's in it. into fitness. He follows all my content. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Okay, so we ended up connecting. But he he started a gym during COVID, and people were like, "Whoa, dude, you're stupid!" Like, what in person gym? Yeah, and it's like a but it's a gym that offers mental health help too. Huh. So for people experiencing depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, stuff like that, they have like courses and classes and free stuff that like teaches you how to improve that. Because he owns a nonprofit that does that too, but he was just like. But why not, man? Like, I knew that I could well, do there's it. There's a lot of why not. There's a lot of why nots. <laughs> but there's also a lot of whys. Yeah, true. Why too? And I know I can do it. Yeah. Why not? And I was like, man, I'm with you. You know? Yeah. So I think for people listening, like, you have to, especially for entrepreneurs. You got to do it the right way. You got to do it the right way. Holy moly. But you got to keep creating. Because creation is, is ultimately what creates inspiration, fulfillment, ambition, motivation. All the positive words <laughs> that lead to success and happiness creation right like Blakely Mm -hmm. that's the creation of me and Shannon you know what I mean like when I think of like our house Mm -hmm. like that we're building and what we're going to design it as with the decor and like I think about so the basement is going to be a playroom and I think about like how we're going to change that for Blakely as she gets older and how she can have slumber parties with her friends and like that's creating a life for her that's Mm -hmm. creating this home for us you know like everything is creating every piece of content we do is creating like I think to me, at least, creativity is is literally what just keeps the shit moving. Absolutely. Because it's, as soon as you get complacent or you stop creating enough, you get bored. And then you burn out or you burn it to the ground or on purpose. Yeah. And your audience gets bored. I know people who are uh, serial entrepreneurs in the sense where they build something, get bored, burn it down, and then build something new because that, that building, that creativity process is what fuels them. Yeah, absolutely. Rob Dyrdek, that's what he does now. Yeah. He, he, he basically – he so people – apply kind of like shark tank he puts a little bit of money helps them create something and then steps away mm-hmm. and gets rid of his ownership because he doesn't he's like i don't want to run the day-to-day operations i just want to help create 
That's what I do. And it's like, that's pretty cool. And you, re- I mean, he, that's not many, really cool. Not many people can do that. Yeah. But like, that's, that's a good example of the power of creativity and like how, like as human beings, we want that, yeah. you know? Um, but, but yeah, so, uh, with the event two days, uh, next time it'll probably be three. Uh, we're doing them every quarter. So it's like the next one's early February. So basically it'll be like, set your 90 day goals, go home. It starts Monday, crush through those, take a one or two week break, mm-hmm. come back that next weekend. We set new goals and you go again, there you, you know? Go. So it ends up being four events at just over a year amount of time. Cause it's not like on the dot every quarter. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I think, uh, it was a blast. Yeah. They're very, very, uh, impactful. Um, yeah, the thing I got out of it was to, you know, I can, you can take those tools and whatnot, you, you know, 90 day goals to reflect on yourself. I, w- I wasn't actually part of the mentorship, but, um, you know, I applied it to my own life and how I can find new things to make, I don't want to say convenient, but more efficient in mm-hmm. our business and how to grow how to grow, how to become more uh, creative to be able to grow and whatnot. But yeah, there was a lot of uh, positive aspects that I took out of it that I can apply to my own life. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I think one of the biggest things there is like, hold on a sec. Hold on audience. It's plugged in. I thought. Oh. All right, we're back. Technical tips, please. I think one of the the biggest things there is like, because you're you're kind of doing it with Alex a little bit, but I think it's yeah. like, if you set goals and you don't share them with somebody, those goals aren't real. They're not in the universe. True, yet. they yeah. have to be. Set. So, like for for these events, there's a reason we pull the whiteboards out. Yeah, and I'm like, write your goals down, right? And I and I want us all to sit here as a group and challenge this person to do bigger things and better things and push themselves harder. Like every one of those goals should make you a little bit uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Usually one or two of them, right? If we're setting a goal with our fitness, health, nutrition, body, setting a goal with our self. So that's, uh, spirituality, religion, emotional well-being, uh, confidence, mindset, anything like that. Uh, your, your relationship or relationships, if you don't have a significant other and then your business, if you set like a crazy goal on all those, it will be a little almost like too intimidating, too much. You bit off more than you can chew. For sure. But if you set two that are like, these scare me to hit, and then two of them were like, I can do that for yeah. sure. No doubts. Yep. But it'll it'll push me. It'll it'll build a new habit, whatever it is, you know. Um, I think that's the best way to go. And then the other aspect of it is just telling somebody. You have to tell somebody so it's out there in the universe. People hear it. People see it. People People know you're doing it. And then they can follow up with you or you can follow up with them. Right. Or at the very least, at the end of it, you get done and you have the, the, the satisfaction of knowing that this person in my life sees me in this accomplished state that I set. Yeah. You know, I mean, it obviously comes down to, I mean, I'm generalizing this, but how bad do you really want that result? Yeah. Like, do you care about the accountability? Yeah. Like I'm down to tell somebody, but, and when they say, did you do it? And I say, no, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just it's, it's the severity of how bad you want it. So there's, there's, uh, three things that need to be in place in order to have the most amount of accountability from somebody. Number one's an investment. If you don't invest in accountability, it does lessen the level of accountability. The second money comes out of your bank account, you are more accountable. 
Yep. And there's research that actually shows they have like, and it's not in fitness, but there's, they had like two lines and they both had a task and mm. one line got a dollar at the beginning and one didn't get anything or no one paid a dollar something like that. Yeah. And they, they ended up having a better result. Right. And it was just like a mindset study to show like, if you put, if you have skin in the game, you're going to be better. The second thing is respect. If you don't really, really respect the person, you won't give a shit. Yeah. You know, if you're, if they're like, Hey, did you do this? And you're like, no, but I don't respect you. So I don't give a fuck what you think. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's going to happen these guys have close relationships with me and they respect me. So they don't want to do the third thing, which is disappoint me. Yeah. Right. And they don't want to disappoint themselves. Right. Or disrespect themselves, not respect themselves. And I think like, I've always thought about this. Like if I'm hiring a coach or a mentor, I have to invest money. I, I will never do it for free. Like I will never work with somebody that's like, Oh, like I'll just help you out. I'm like, Nope. Like you can help me out and we'll talk, but I need to hire somebody. Yeah. And I've always hired somebody. Yeah. I need to respect that person at a abnormal level. Yep. And I need to make sure I, I don't want to disappoint them because yeah. I want them to like think highly of me. You know, there's this, there's this thing that Jack Donovan, I should get him on the podcast. Uh, cause we've been, he's been like commenting on my stuff and he fought Cody had him on the podcast. So he's an author of these books. Um, like, uh, the way of man is one of them. And it's, it's just about tribalism and men and how we think. And a lot of guys say like, uh, you, you shouldn't care what other people think. Mm. Right. And his thing is like, you should care what other men think. And he has this whole elaborate process. I'm not going to butcher it, but kind of talking about like why it actually does matter. Like, and, and you should, and, and if you think about it from these perspectives of investment, disappointment and respect, like the people I want, I respect and I don't want to be disappointed in me. I get really give a shit what they think. Absolutely. Because I want them to think highly of me. And that pushes me to be a better human being. Um, now, granted, again, you should put everything in the universe. If you're like, oh, I can't afford a coach, what do I do? Post it on Facebook, tell a friend, tell a family, do something. But I do encourage anybody, if you have a serious goal, hire a fucking coach yeah. in any realm. And I'm assuming that serious goal is going to bring an ROI to that investment. 100%. Um, I've, never, I've never had anybody work with me who didn't end up making the money they invest back, yeah. right? Um, and that even applies to fitness and nutrition. Uh, we've never had anybody that said like this didn't like this wasn't worth the money. Yeah. Right. Because everybody got results. Yeah. Right. Or even if the people who, cause we've, we all run into clients, coaches listening to this, you run into clients that don't get results. But in my experience, every client who hasn't got results with tailored coaching method, they will literally say that's on me. Mm. I literally just didn't do what you said. Mm. Like I wasn't, and maybe they didn't respect it enough or it wasn't a big enough investment. Exactly. You know, if you were paying a thousand dollars a month for that nutrition coaching, yeah, you bet you're, ass you're doing it yeah. and you're getting great results because yep. that's a thousand dollars but maybe 150 200 bucks 250 bucks however much the coaching package is how big your wallet is it's just not big enough for you it's not a big enough penny for you to be like fuck i really need to do this shit yeah you know um and yeah. i mean that's, that's what i'm saying too like if you have enough wealth like paying for something doesn't matter no you know what i mean like <laughs> if it's like struggle for you like financially it might be a little fire under your ass yeah yeah or at least enough to put that fire under your ass. Absolutely. You know? um, I remember the, fr the first like true mentorship I ever invested in was Steve's group. And, uh, and he hit me up and it was like, Hey, like you'll do 90 days. Things go well. You'll continue for the year. Like, and at the end of the night, you have to, you have to commit to a year. My price is 2,500 a month, but you'll do 5k for 90 days. So you'll get one month free kind of thing in the first 90 days. And then we go into a year, 2,500 mm -hmm. a month. I was like, bro, I barely even make that. Yeah. A month. Like what? <laughs> like, like I can't afford, I literally can't afford that. And he was like, all right, no worries. And I was just like, fuck, 
let me let me think this through, you know. And I spent all day trying to figure out how how I could afford it because I wanted it, and I figured it out, and I did yeah. it, and that literally changed my life, yeah, in every aspect of my life. And I took everything he taught me, and we did extremely seriously because twenty five hundred dollars a month was coming out of my pocket, yeah, and I did not have that much money to spend, yeah. you know. Um, I was living with you, yeah. <laughs> you know, with an, and with another guy. Open credit cards. Yeah. Um, but, but that pushed me, yeah. you know? Um, and, and today, like I still invest more than that every month in different mentors and coaches and, and programs because I know how much that investment does for me. But I think ultimately like some of my biggest takeaways from this event, uh, number one was that whole accountability side that we just talked about, mm-hmm. like that respect, the investment and disappointment. The other thing was tribalism because I had, and this is full transparency for people listening. I had more than just those guys as, as clients that would pay and do what we're doing. Yep. But those four guys were the ones that I knew needed to be together in a group. And I was very specific with who I let the fifth person be. And I told them, I was like, I will not accept money from anybody unless they fit this group. Like, that's my commitment to you guys. Because I don't want to jeopardize the culture that you guys are creating together without me. You know what I mean? And that, yes, like, and I told them this at dinner. I was like, yes, like, let's be honest. That benefits me from a standpoint is like, the closer you guys are, the more you want this group. And then I stay in business. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it becomes so much more meaningful. You know, you can, anybody can coach business. Yeah. I mean, not anybody, but anybody with a successful business can teach you what they do by just charging you for consultation calls. And sometimes that's beneficial. I've done consultation calls yeah. with people. It's helpful. Also, also, I understand what you mean, but not all businesses are built the same way. No. They can tell you what they did, but it ain't yeah. going to help you. Well, and I think that's where, like, the art of coaching comes into play, you yeah. know, because e- each person in this coaching group does have a slightly different business, you know? Um but they're all thriving. Yeah. Uh, they're all in the general fitness space, but mm. they're all thriving. And it's, but it's, it's that tribalism that allows them to feel more fulfilled as men. We need other guys around us doing things or caring and giving a shit. And you know what I mean? Just anything yeah. like, like if you're not spending time, this is actually something I, I learned a lot in the last like year is just that I like isolated myself because I needed to just make sure that everybody was okay and that I was producing and you get lonely. And I was like, man, I, I need a tribe. Like yeah. I missed that group with Steve. Yeah. So that's why I was like, man, I need to, I need to hang out with friends more. I need to, I need to build a group mm-hmm. so I can be a part of that and I can give them what I really wanted and then feel that satisfaction from giving it to somebody, which is, and I told them that too. I was like, selfishly, this group is just as much for my mental health as it is for your guys's. Cause it, it, provides me with so much fulfillment seeing this and being a part of it and leading it you know being like the head wolf in the wolf pack yeah you know so to speak um but that tribalism is so important and that goes for females too it goes for anybody like you humans are not meant to be isolated and alone they're just not like if you were stuck that's why like a sane asylums when you were what are those uh yeah. box a sane asylum is the whole facility like um uh you know like what i'm talking about with a stray jacket yeah like a solitary confinement that might be it. Yeah. That's probably the worst form of torture. Oh, absolutely. Just be alone. Or like in jail, the solitary confinement, you're just in a dark box. Yeah. Fuck. Have you seen Sons of Anarchy? No. Like they put a couple people in there and there, and I always watch it. I'm like, oh my God. I watch a lot. I watch a lot of prison YouTube. <laughs> prison YouTube? Yeah. Like uh, reality-like stuff? 
Yeah. Oh, like okay. A, I am a, people on death row in solitary confinement. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck, I couldn't watch that stuff. You've seen Prison Break? I love it. No? I like the fictional versions of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prison Break's a good show. Yeah. Old. Um, but but it's important. That, yeah. that, that, that was, and that was probably one of the biggest takeaways is that tribalism. The other thing was the accountability. Um, the third thing is that there's always holes in your boat is kind of how I, I framed it. Like, so if you have a couple holes in your boat, you're still going to be floating, but it's going to sink eventually. You know, like you're going to bigger are these holes. Yeah, true. <laughs> and how big is the boat? You're going to, yeah. you're going to be leaking water though. Yeah. Right. So the first question I asked them, I was like, Hey, this might sound extreme, but for you who are, uh, don't have kids gun to you and your girl's head for those of you who have kids gun to you and your family's head yeah what give me a list of things that you can do to hit your goal so i said like all right business talk and, and this applies to everything business talk what do you need to produce revenue wise the next few months per month in order to accomplish xyz to yep. fulfill whatever goal blah 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 cool we all have that on the table what your your number is gun to your head gun to your kid's head gun to your family's head what would you need to do right now to make that happen and the reality is, is like, and you can apply this to weight loss. Somebody says, I want to lose 20 pounds. All right, gun to your head. Are you going to lose 20 pounds? Damn right. You're going to track your macros. You're going to fucking eat broccoli and stop eating Pop-Tarts. You're yeah. going to cut out on fucking happy hour. You know what to do, right? With business, it's not as simple because with fitness and health, it's even easier. It's like, okay, I need to fucking hire a coach, follow a training program and eat healthy. Yeah. Right? Simple. Just be consistent. Gun to your head. You'll be consistent. You'll do it which eliminates the idea that I can't or I've tried it all or it's impossible for me or my genetics suck. But for business, it was like astonishing because it was like, all right. And I was like, okay, these guys are going to have like a handful of stuff, you know, like probably like, cause I've done this before uh, myself and it's like, I have like five or six things. It's like, I think Jeremiah went first, like 17 things. And I was like, whoa. And it was like, I, I should be doing this. I could do this. I need to fix this. I need to add this. I could build this service. Like, and it was just like, and I'm like, okay, why aren't you doing any of those things? No idea, right? Yeah. No push. No, it? like it's just it, I didn't the most have common a, answers. Yeah, I didn't have awareness. Like now I know, yeah. you know. And so, like, what the cool thing was, like, they're still fired up weeks later because they're they just have so much shit to do. But we went around the whole room, and every single person had a huge list. So, to me, that goes back to the thing we said at the very beginning: why not? You know, like you can. Why do, are you doing that? you can do so much more than, than you let yourself believe. And there's so much left on the table that you're not grabbing. Mm -hmm. You know, from a business perspective, it's always like, uh, like where's money leaking? Like you're spending money where it doesn't need to be spent or there's money left on the table. Like you could be making more money with everything you already do. You're just not efficient enough to find that money that's left on the table. Yeah. But in life, it's the same exact thing. There's always more money on the table in your relationships. There's always more you can do. One thing, this is, fucking hilarious but a good example of this in a relation standpoint john was like what's something that you do that that bugs shannon that irritates Jennifer?" i'm like um whenever i'm done with the diet pop i go to the sink i put the empty can by the sink i go about my business go watch even stuff he's like well, where's the recycling bin i was like right under the sink <laughs> he's like why don't you throw it in the recycling bin? i was like why is it a big deal it's just sitting on the counter and he was like but if it's not a big deal to throw it in there, like, why not just make her happy by doing yeah. that? Yeah. And I was like, fuck, that's a good point. He was like, so that's a little thing that you can do. Shannon's then, never said that to you? Oh, she has plenty oh. of times. But to me, it, but this is what I say. Like, who cares? It's just sitting there. Like, yeah. what's a big deal? Yeah. And the response from her could be, 
well, why is it a big deal to throw it in there? Well, it's not. And I don't give a shit about the end result, so I might as well do it your way because that makes you happy. Yeah. You know? And then it was like another thing and another thing and another thing. I was like, man, there's a lot that I could do. Really simple shit that would just make her love me more. And why would I not want that? You know? Um, but when somebody says it that, like, logically in front of you, you're like, oh, yeah, that sounds really stupid yeah. that I'm not doing that. Um, and that's how these guys felt. They're like, why the fuck aren't I doing it? It's like, it doesn't matter why you're not. Just start doing it. So for people listening, whatever you're trying to achieve, whether we're talking business, relationship, anything, make a list of all the shit that you could easily do to improve blank mm -hmm. and just start doing it. Yeah. Just take action. Period. Yep. There's so much left on the table in all areas of life. Um, and you can always create. You know, like I think this is something I do, I do pretty well of and I'm, and I'm proud of myself for doing this is implementing things just because I want to or just because I think it'll make me happy. Like, I randomly hit up Tori and I'm like, hey, I, I want to completely change my entire calendar. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't want to do any of this at this time. I want all this hour in the morning completely blocked off so I can just write because I miss writing. Like, And it was just like, okay, shit, I'll reorganize and stuff. Did it. It's fine. Now everything's fine. But it's like most people are like, ah, oh, that'll be a headache, you know. Like, I don't want to rearrange stuff or reschedule on people. But I was like, if I don't do this, I'm never going to take priority for myself yeah so i'm gonna do it and then now i'm more fulfilled every day because i get to wake up be creative by writing play guitar spend some time by myself build out autoresponders marketing like the things that i really love behind the scenes that i haven't had time to do um but it's just taking control it's literally just deciding to do something and a lot of people just don't decide to do something yeah they make excuses or they worry about others so much that they don't take action for sure so yeah i love it so when's the, when's the next one February first first week of February I think I think their their outcomes end January I want to say 15th and if that's the case then we'll start like basically a week or later so it'll be like the last week first week of February gotcha. last week of January or something like that um still trying to decide so I told them actually I have a group call with them tomorrow and I'm gonna tell them like hey buy our next group call I'll tell you where the location is because then it puts fire under my ass to decide because it's kind of right now it's like do we host it in Washington again it might yeah. be snowing yeah oh it will Tristan has never been in the snow yeah so I'm like I want to do it yeah because I want to get your ass in the snow yeah. I'll take him on a hike in the yeah. snow or something crazy um which would be fun that would be cool but Cold. the other part of me is like Arizona would be nice at this time of year yeah <laughs> so we might want to do that um but we'll see and uh and yeah it's it'll just be those five guys so there's no this is no like sales pitch or invitation yeah. for anybody no. um sorry if, if you wanted one um in the future i do plan on doing something different like a bigger event like it, this would be like once a year or something yeah. once covid's done doing like all right I'm, I'm renting out a bigger space we're gonna have 20 people my mentor clients fly in a day early spend a full day with me a day early and then everybody else is like you know two days event um me and andreas talked about uh, doing it together and having them out and stuff like that and i think that would be really cool we're just not ready to do it with covid and all that stuff yet for sure not because i'm worried about it but because flights and venues and all that stuff I think so limited it, i think it'd be illegal for me to do a a, a decent size event right now <laughs> in most pretty days. accurate yeah yeah <laughs> so cool man but well, yeah that's awesome let's uh wrap it up there yeah biggest takeaways there thank you guys for listening before i let you go i just want to say thanks I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. 
It's so empowering and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more, again, to get you better results. The second thing, head over to boomboomformance.com slash sign dash up or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of the Nutrition Hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at cody at boomboomperformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. This is literally an invitation to jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time.